Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Case File 7 of Microscope, the show that examines some of the world's biggest mysteries. This time we're on coronavirus-induced lockdown, but we're going to try and tackle the tricky topic of invisibility. Normally we record our shows live in front of an audience of fellow sceptics and truth seekers, but on this episode I phoned up Jimmy No Relation, a long-time fan of the show and a shopkeeper from Derbyshire who claims he has frequently turned invisible. The recording starts with me asking Jimmy where he is and how he is getting on. Uh, you know, the, the sun is shining, the milk bottles are rattling, and um, the children are safely uh, locked up. <laughs> and how long have you been running your shop for, Jimmy? Well, uh, 32 months now. A 32 wonderful months. 32 months, you heard me correctly, young man. Um, I did own a shop in Oxford, uh, but that burnt down tragically. Uh, so then I uh, I packed up and uh, moved to Manchester, where I set up a small, um, well, some would call it department store, but I mm. would call it a shop, uh, and that burnt down. So I decided to go to uh, Derbyshire, and um, I, I built an absolutely beautiful shop, let me tell you that. Your listeners will absolutely uh, love my shop. And, um, yes, that is, at the moment, fingers crossed, still standing. Lovely stuff. So just to, just to clarify, you had a shop in Oxford that burnt down, a shop in Manchester that burnt down, and now your shop in Derbyshire is, is currently upright and, and not on fire. Uh, Thursday, 2.31. I've uh, just made myself a absolutely gorgeous um, spit roast, which I've I've just left. I've just I've just left that uh, to come and talk to you this afternoon, and yep. I can't wait to eat that for my dinner later on with my wife Claire and daughter Fiona. <laughs> Sorry, what, you just had a whole spit roast. What what animal was on the roast? Uh, well, it's like a kebab. Um, yeah, I don't want to, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a pig, full pig, and then two chickens either side. Uh, and veg? No veg. Right, lovely stuff. And uh, Claire and Fiona, big fans of the the cooking arrangements. Vegan, sadly, but um, uh, what I've done is I put two. I, I said no veg, but I I I must admit I told a porky I have put two thin slices of cucumber in between pig and chicken and they will roast up lovely 
So just to clarify, it goes chicken, cucumber, pig, cucumber, chicken. Indeed. Now, you've got in touch with the podcast because... And that's episode. roasting over a open fire as I speak. Right. Do you worry about the implementation of like open fires given your last two shops have burnt down? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Fiona saw me uh, pouring the petrol over yesterday's newspaper. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> and she did say to me, uh, Dad, with your record, should you be doing this? And um, I shut the door in her face. Now, you, uh, you've you got in touch with the podcast because you claim that you're able to go, am I right in saying this, on command invisible? Or do you have do you have any control over it? I have no control over it. That's the sad oh, I beg thing. Your pardon. Right. I, um, and that's why I called in to your podcast. May, may yes. I say... Uh, I love it. I came across it by mistake. Well, that's very much our target demographic, to be honest. <laughs> Are you invisible now? Obviously, it's quite hard to verify over the phone. Um, well, I can't verify that either. So the what, only... you, wait, what do you mean? If you put your hand in front of your face, can you see it? I can see it, but the problem is the customers can't. Right. Oh, okay. So you can see your body. Well, uh, there's only one way of uh, testing this. And it's mm. if I, my, my wife is in the next room. Yeah. So if I go into the next room, uh, we'll see if she says anything, okay? Okay. All right. You're going to do that now? I'm going to go do that now. Okay. This should make for electric, uh, an electric podcast. So I'm going into the living room now. Yep. Okay, I'm back from the living room. Yep. Were you invisible? I think so. And uh, do you have any... Um... Do you know how hard it is? Do you know how hard it is to, to run, run a, a shop when you are invisible and you are the only member of staff? Right, we'll talk People us through... People take advantage. People take advantage. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but presumably you're in a position to, to, to quench that advantage, given that you, you they can't see you. How will they take advantage of you? Well... I sell uh, many things. Many, mm. many things. Go on, name five. Oh, do you want an umbrella? I've got umbrellas, watering yeah. cans, buckets, uh, spades, dustpan and brushes, that kind of thing, yeah? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy came in uh, last Wednesday. Uh, with, he wanted a dustpan and brush. I said, sure, pal, sure, help yourself. There's a yellow one there if you want. It's very nice. Ceramic handle. Yeah. So are you invisible at this point? I was not invisible because he said, right. thank you very much. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, carry on. He said, this is a lovely ceramic handle, sir. Mm. I said, thank you. He then came over to the... Uh, to the counter. He came over to the counter. He said, how much is it? I said, um, be fifteen ninety-nine. He then went, who said that? <laughs> right. He started looking around like he couldn't hear me, he couldn't see me, and he just walked out of the shop. <laughs> just so I'm certain. You were talking to him visible, and then you became invisible mid-conversation. I became invisible as soon as I mentioned the price. Oh, I see. And has that happened a lot of times since? Well, I remember when uh, my shop burnt down in Manchester and I was going through the rubble, crying my eyes out. Of course. Um, and I found a bit of wool. Wool? <laughs> found a bit of wool. Mm. You know, wools. 
A wall? Yeah, I found a bit of my wall. And I found a bit of graffiti. They had graffitied the wall before they burnt it down. And the the bit of graffiti said, overpriced scum. And just give us a flavour then of how high your prices are. So you say you stock, uh, you said, you know, Dustman and Rush is $15.99. Umbrella, how much are you charging for an umbrella? Well, the umbrellas, now, I don't know if you've ever tried to make an umbrella. No. I, tr- I tried once with um, spaghetti, hard, spaghetti. not cooked. That was that right. was something I learned on the first draft. Yeah. Uh, spaghetti for the sprogs. The sprogs? You know, the, the scrogs, the sprogs. In the umbrella. Know. You know, the, you open the umbrella and it's got the metal sprogs. Is that the word for it? Yes. <laughs> right, okay. Right, metal sprogs. A uh, bleach handle. You know, an mm-hmm. old bleach, you know, an old bottle of bleach. That's the handle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, vellum. Vellum? <laughs> yeah. You know what vellum is? No. Well, vellum is, um, you know, what they write on parchment. <laughs> what, like in the <laughs> in the olden days? Yeah. Well, they put laws on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's it's a membrane. Yes. It's a, usually a goat's membrane. So out of the old bleach bottle. Handle, yeah. Hard spaghetti. Yeah, and for a the goat's, sprogs. For the sprogs. And a goat membrane. Yeah. I built the most disgusting umbrella you've ever seen. I put it on sale. I put it on sale. £67. 99 pounds. Mm-hmm. I bought it myself. That... I bought it myself. I'm free. I will admit that. I bought it myself. So you only, you only, sorry, you only had one item of, you only had one umbrella. Yes. What does um, it, what did it cost you? The, 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 the 67 the... pounds and 99 no, no, I got, pounds. I got that, but what is, what is the cost to you to manufacture? Well, I'd been breeding this goat for about eight years. Right. And, uh, he was a very hungry chap, actually. Um, so the day I had to skin him for his membrane, that was a hard day. But it also meant I didn't have to spend £40 a day on groceries for the kid. Uh, the bleach bottle was cheap, and uh, the spaghetti was Italian wheat. So that wasn't too cheap, but overall, I probably spent, uh, if I had him for eight years, £40 a day groceries. <laughs> um, well, I'm sure... I'm sure someone out there could work it out, but I didn't make my money back. Right, I see. And you do you still have this umbrella to the to this day? Yes, I do. I uh, I use it uh, when walking around the streets of Derbyshire, and I get some funny looks. I have to tell you that. And it's and not it... great. And this is the problem. It's not great in the rain <laughs> because it's using a goat's membrane. Well. <laughs> Yeah, the spaghetti uh, just gets oh, yes, soft. Of course. Yeah. So what what happens is the umbrella. It happened to me uh, first time I went out of the rain, pouring down. The membrane, because it's held up by the spaghetti, mm. the, the the rain softened the spaghetti, and so the yeah, mem- the, the membrane went around me. Right, so you were so, wearing a goat's well, I membrane as a hat. I coll- no, it, well, no, this is the problem. It it, didn't, it wasn't a hat. This thing's massive. It went around my whole body. So I collapsed out of shock, and some kids found me. And, you know, you must be able to picture it. They found me trapped in a goat's membrane. Yeah. 
Crackling goes membrane, holding onto a, a bottle of bleach with soft spaghetti holding it up. <laughs> it wasn't holding it up anymore because the rain. The rain had made it soft, so you were you were covered, uh, enveloped uh, in a in a goat's membrane. <laughs> yes. Then some kids found you. So they carried me back to their school. They carried you. To the, four to, four of them. Out? What, 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 what time of day was this? How were they out of school? I don't know, because you can't hear anything in the membrane. Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm screaming in there, but they can't. They can't, hear, they can't hear a thing. So anyway, they bring me back to school. Yeah. The school is, you know, evacuated. They think I'm, uh, I don't know, they're like, where have you fed? I can hear, you know, oh, God, they thought I was some kind of alien. <laughs> right, okay. So you, they, you could hear them, but they couldn't hear you because of the, because of the nature of the membrane. Yeah, the nature of the membrane. It's mad. So I... Hmm. So I'm 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 there, and you know I can't breathe in there. So uh, the army turn up because they think. How long you, how long you, you, you how long you been in there if you can't breathe? This must oh, have played out pretty quickly. Uh, no, uh no, but my father was an Olympian swimmer, right? And I have inherited his lung capacity. Okay, gotcha. So anyway, the army turn up. They think I'm an alien because yeah, I'm at this point. At this point, I'm running round. <laughs> right, just a ghost membrane over you, and just well, you can see the legs underneath. <laughs> well, uh, I, 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 you know, like imagine, you know, like a zorb. Mm -hmm. Imagine that, but skin tight. Yeah, but I mean, the defining characteristic of a zorb is that it's a ball. Yeah, no, yeah, I know that, but imagine right. one of them, but skin tight. <laughs> Presumably not translucent. No, no, it's disgusting, no. horrible. Yeah. Uh, so they they make out, and this was the sad thing. They made out the bleach bottle. Mm -hmm. They thought there was a duck inside. Gone. Oh, because yeah. they could see the the imprint on the on the of the bottle. Yes. So they thought instead of uh, shooting me down, mm. they were going to bring me back home to the ducks of right. the riverbank. <laughs> so the the army's assertion there was that you were some sort of a sort of duck based alien, keen to meet other ducks. So they got the kids. I'd, I'd be mad. They got the kids to carry me down to the uh, riverside. Quite strong kids. I know. And they must be applauded for that. I, I you know, at this point, <laughs> at this point, I'm very scared. It's the first time I've been scared. I'm scared of ducks, okay? I'm, right, I'm, okay. I'm, not, I'm not afraid to tell you that. So the kids put me by the riverside and cover me in breadcrumbs. Yeah. So anyway, these ducks come over. They start, um, they start pecking away. And as they peck... Their beaks tear the membrane. <laughs> yeah, age-old problem. And are the army still watching? Are the kids still yeah. around? Well, the, the scary thing is they've all got their guns pointed through the membrane. Pointing through the membrane at you, yeah. <laughs> I'm in trouble here. Because, I'm, remember, I'm covered in cold spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> tear my clothes off. My clothes have rotted away. Right, because of the so, membrane. Yeah. So you're, just to clarify, you're naked now in front of the army and half a dozen school children of, of such well, strength they were able to cut you down to the riverbank, holding nothing oh. but a, a bottle of citrus duck or whatever, the, the well, bleach, and some I, spaghetti. Yeah. So anyway, I looked around at the army. I uh, covered my modesty to the boys. Using what? Spaghetti. I had a bowl of spaghetti mashed up against my... Uh, Private. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> I then realised I was invisible. 
Sorry, what are you talking about? And what at what point? At what point in the story did you think you were invisible? When I covered the spaghetti over my right. private areas. Because and what? Because what, what do you mean? Because the, the you, know, kid... you got you got a picture of the scene. I'm picturing it. <laughs> Helicopters everywhere. It was night time as well. It was night time. Right. Kids night... at school. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were allowed out. Right. And I, I stood there and I thought, I'm scared now. And so I outstretched my arms and I looked into the eyes of the British Armed Forces. How did they respond? Well, I don't think I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. I heard the, I believe he was a general, going off uh, what was on his left breast pocket. I think I heard him say, um, fuck me, it's that prick who runs. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, very quickly, because I don't want to go into details. I did write a small book about uh, what happened, mm-hmm. uh, which you can find online. Uh, yeah. What's you it called? Fi- Pardon me. What's it called? Nice to see you. To see you. Who said that? Has the ability to go invisible, albeit not at will, has it a- aided you in certain ways in the community? Have you been able to help people out or, or help yourself out in... Uh, I don't want to say sort of criminal ways, but have you had to get away with a lot more than you would otherwise? Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, like I said, I'm a fan of the show. Um, it, it, it is very helpful in the swimming baths. How so? Because presumably, even though you're invisible, you do displace water, and that there would be a a, a Jimmy No Relation sized hole in the water. I mean, we've all seen the, the Hollow Man. I, I see. You mean when I'm in the water? Oh, you don't go in the water? No, I don't go near the water. Can't swim. Right. So I'm, talking about, you... I'm talking about the my favourite part of any swimming baths, the vending machines. Mm. I hang around the vending machines. Why? Well, let me tell you. Say you were at the vending machine and you wanted to get a bar of dairy milk. I would be stood right behind you, but you wouldn't know I was there. I'd look at your choice and I'd just wait until someone came along who ordered something that I wanted. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, I fancy a Cadbury's dairy milk. 
Gotcha. So you put the number in. Yep. And I run around the back of the vending machine and I right. unplug it. <laughs> You're what going mad. You're going mad at this point. Yeah, because all the lights have gone off and I've just put my, my money in. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to the reception. Sure. And you say, excuse me, that vending machine just took my money, but I didn't get my dairy milk. So then what happens is the manager comes over, and I'm still stood there, by the way, but he can't see me either. Because you're invisible. Uh, yeah. So he, he, he goes up. Well, the problem is, sir, it's unplugged. Right. So he plugs it back in. Yeah. He goes to the front of the vending machine, puts in the code for the dairy milk, just as it's about to fall out. You're I switch it off. I switch it off. Switch it off. Yeah, switch it off. So he then gets his manager. He has to go upstairs. There's a there's a high there's a chain of command for for these kind of events, are there? Yes. yes. Yeah. So then he has to come down, and he's wearing a suit in a right. You know, someone wearing a suit in a leisure centre. They they mean business. Sure. So he comes down. He says, "What's the matter?" Yeah. And uh, he says, "This guy tried to buy dairy milk." Yeah, we, I think we can skip over this, this aspect of the conversation. <laughs> he goes, oh, look, it's, it's been switched off. So anyway, they're looking at the plug. And they don't see me, but I'm stood right there. I'm laughing my head off. They can't see me. Yeah. Can they hear you? Yes. Right. So they're, they're wondering who's laughing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, this. I'll, 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 cut, I'll cut to it. Um, this escalates to getting the, uh, the actual big wig from uh he lives on an island who owns the chain of uh, uh leisure centers he has to yeah. get called over so we're, we're, we're there a long time how and, far away is this, this island uh isle of dogs right okay so, so london yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. sorry is uh, yeah so the island did london he's only about half hour drive right. yeah <laughs> Wait a minute, was this when you were in Manchester or Oxford or Derbyshire? He's got a very fast car. Oh, I beg your pardon, sorry. So he comes up to Derbyshire and he's bloody annoyed. And he says, what's what's going on here? And there's about 20 managers now, you know, <laughs> st stood around yeah. the vending machine. Uh, I'm there laughing. I'm there laughing. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone home. You can't be arsed with it. So the, the big dog plugs it in. Yeah, I'm assuming everyone's been doing that in the, in the chain of command, all 20 of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's quite an extensive organisational organizational yeah. structure, this yeah. leisure centre. So, like I said, you've gone up. I, sorry, me being the person who originally tried to buy a chocolate bar about eight hours yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You can't be arsed with it. No. So, they, they, what the beauty of it is that they, by this point, have forgotten what the right. hell <laughs> they're all stood around this machine for. Yeah, sure. So, the big dog plugs it in, he puts in the code, he looks around at his managers and goes... What's the problem here? I quickly dive in, grab the dairy milk. He then goes to get it. I've got it too fast. So he, yeah. he's as he's gone in, I've gone out. He's looking in the thing. And, and when you grab hold of it, does it become invisible or do they see no, it? No, it's floating, floating about. about. It's floating right. about. All the managers, they go mad. All, They're like, all 20 of them, yeah. yeah they're going... It's haunted. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah, it's floating in the air. So what I have to do is eat it very, very quickly. I've been doing that on and off for about five years. Have you? <clears throat> is it is it worth it? Because it sounds like it's a no. good, it's a good eight no. hours of your day waiting for. And my daughter Fiona, she says, you know, why why do you do this? Yeah, you know, you're 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 the, the sole employee of your own shop. You've shut the doors for eight hours. Well, I mean, and the irony is, I sell dairy milk. <laughs> 
And are you are you in, invisible at home much in front of Claire and Fiona? Yeah, most of the time I'm invisible. Um, uh, Post has stopped coming to the house for me. And there was a moment, uh, New Year's Day, where I thought, does she think I've actually uh, moved out? Yeah. Um, so I asked her and she didn't reply. Uh, her and Fiona just carried on eating, having a chat, and I was sat at the end of the table, and we've got quite a long table. Sure. And I and you were you were invisible. I was invisible. How long is this table? I'd say two ironing boards lengthways. Sure. And I'd say, you know, uh, thirty-two inch TV. Thirty-two inch, yeah. Yeah, the width of that. Right. Gotcha. So 30, thirty-two inches. I mean, I think that refers more to the, the diagonal uh, length of the, of the television, not its width. Well, I, I can picture it. Is that true? Yeah, that is true. You didn't know that? You didn't know that? Angle, yeah, corner to corner. Well, I guess, oh, I guess that, that is, that, that's also width, but in this well, case it's the diagonal No, corner length. to corner, well, is it the corner to corner, I'd say this table is about, um, well, you know this the... Is, you know this the is meat, my fault. Yeah. No, you know the... <laughs> You know the meter stick with the wheel on the end that clicks every meter? Trundle, trundle wheel. Yeah. You get about two clicks then. Right, so two meters. So it's two ironing boards lengthways, yep. uh, 32 inches across TV-wise. Sure. And you can get two clicks on the trundle diagonal to diagonal. Sorry, that was a tangent of my own making. So you're there at the end of the table. You're trying to talk to Claire and Fiona and they're ignoring you. They're ignoring me, and I uh, I wept openly. Uh, I wept, and I said, I don't know if I can do this anymore, Fiona and Claire. And um, it's funny. I genuinely believe they could hear me at that point because they both turned to me and in unison told me to shut up. <laughs> Is there, is there a cure? Do you think? I guess that's probably going to be my, my sort of final my final sort of question or questions. Is is there a cure? Do you want to be cured? Well, this is why I called in because I don't sure. think uh, the media represent people like me. No, that's true. There's not there's not many people on TV that go invisible. No, no, there isn't. And trust me, I've I've, I've tried to find them. I mean, I could be living with one right now. Uh, you might be living with someone right now who's invisible. And uh, I'd like to say this to your listeners. If you think you are living with someone who is invisible, who you can't hear, just now and then, like you would maybe on Christmas Eve, leave a satsuma or a glass of milk out for them at night time by the fireplace. Is that, is that sufficient sustenance for a person to live off for a year? They will survive for maybe three to four months, and then uh, because of lack of water, will sadly pass away. But um, he won't sell ice cream striving like that. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll, <laughs> I'll end with this, if I may. I've taken up too mm. much of your time already. It is a disease. Being invisible is a disease that nobody wants. Sure. And let me tell you right now, and anyone listening, how do you know you're not invisible? Presumably something easy to verify, person to person, just by asking people who can see them. But it, uh, food for thought, certainly. 
Um, and, and do you think you'll stop becoming invisible to become visible? I believe yeah. that when I am put in that coffin sure. and I've asked for an open casket, yeah. I will be acknowledged as the man that is talking to you today because gotcha. I will have um, a... So sorry, just, to, just, to, just, to, just to confirm that, when, when, when you die, you do become visible. So these invisible people live in your house that you're leaving out, so that's soon as a milk fall. When they perish in three to four months, you just see a random dead... Sadly, yes. Right. <laughs> Any sort of final words for the invisible community? Do you call them this house? Well, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to say publicly that on the 25th of July at uh, Derbyshire's main park, just off the high road, I will be holding a... Uh, party for all invisible people and uh, I would love to not see you there well that's the end of the show this episode was researched by John Kearns edited by Matt Ewins and the theme music was by Nikki Green hopefully at some point in the future we'll go back to recording these shows in front of a live audience so if you'd like to keep updated on when those gigs are follow our Twitter account at Microscope Fun Next time, I'll be talking to a painter-decorator who claims to have worked on the set of the fake moon landings. But until then, remain vigilant and catch you next time on Microscope.